0: You're listening to another episode of the Creative Herd, This one, I feel like I say this a lot, but this one's going to be a different one. Uh, huge shout out to Laura for for making this happen because um, I definitely sprung this on her last minute. Laura is a handpoke artist, and um, as I was getting ready to go over there, I gave her a shout and I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I just set up like a mic and um, we do a little episode?" And she was like, "Yeah, dude, like." Let's let's uh, let's set that up. So that's kind of the context of what's happening. She is doing a piece of text on my knee. Uh, it was part of her flash sheet at the time. It was uh, take care. Um, so yeah, that's if you can kind of just visualize that during <laughs> during the conversation. That's what's happening. She's she's hard at work, and um, I'm just kind of hanging out. But yeah, in the episode we kind of go through how she started in this in this whole um, like hand poke world. Uh, she has a very specific style, and it's kind of like a whole single single line drawings, which is like super rad. We talk about a uh, an art show that she put on, in the in the process behind that, and you know the anxiety that comes with setting up something like that. And we talk a little bit about uh, remembering to check yourself. And, you know, just be aware of uh, the person you're becoming. Um, So yeah, that's kind of the context of the episode. Maybe visualize that in your head while this is going on. But if the audio sounds kind of weird, that's why I didn't really know where to put the mics. Um, There's not really a mic on myself, so I kind of sound um, a little bit further away because, well, I am further away from the mic, so... Yeah, let's just get into it.
1: It took a long time for me to put myself out there, just artistically, and then when it came to actually like setting myself up for rejection, for lack of a better word.
0: Like put yourself in the line, be like, here's my work. And then someone's
1: like, yep. Yep. Here here are the things I've put my heart and soul to. And, like, that's probably the better way of putting it is, like, having, like, your passion get rejected. Like, what fuels your life and has brought you so much happiness to have other people just be like, well, that's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But again, I had a lot of people that just said, like, they liked my work, but they couldn't, like, they weren't able to take another premise at the time.
0: That's different. Yeah, that's different. It
1: wasn't all, like bad rejection it, it all was rejection though and eventually I just kind of got sick of trying to like wait for a door in the industry to open up with the machine tattooing so I just started hand poking like more seriously like a few months ago and now I booked like a couple days a week so far
0: that's pretty good I mean what? it's
1: slow and steady but it's a lot of fun
0: <laughs> yeah kind of is all that matters what's your background in like just self-taught you go to school for anything or
1: um I, I went to u of t like for a four-year communication program uh, and minoring in like a big data specialty writing program
0: okay so like like polar r- opposite writing kind of <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> title <laughs>
1: the title itself is called interactive digital media with a minor in professional writing and communication it that's doesn't a really mouthful. mean Yeah, And that's the thing. Like, it's a fucking mouthful. Um, I learned a lot of really interesting stuff, and I had really great teachers, which I think were my two favorite parts. True. But I didn't... Like, I didn't learn anything to set me up, I think, for a specific job. Mm-hmm. It was more or less to set me up to get into, like, certain fields of, like, marketing and stuff that I didn't really even care uh, to be in. yeah. Ooh.
0: First layer's in there. Oh, wow. That's not what I thought the first layer was gonna... I guess just because it comes back up. But it looked like it was, like, heavy. I was like, oh, fuck, she's, like, she's done. No, no, no.
1: Uh, part of the <laughs> first layer again, um, just for the technique that I use, is I, like, put, like, the permanent layer in for the first. Um, I know a lot of stick and poke artists that can do it without doing a stencil and just go in in the first. But then now I get to just go letter by letter now that I'm not going to lose any parts of it. Because um, stencil washing off is, like, my biggest fear when it comes to tattooing i like to have a very direct thing that you and i have both like, yeah, like i don't say abri- yeah more or less yeah like <laughs> i don't want there to be. Say that <laughs> i more or less don't want there to be any surprises from the person i'm tattooing yeah,
0: like you wipe it off and i mean it's like, oh, it God. has happened i'm not
1: gonna lie on myself a few times
0: do you want to like dive backwards and like kind of expand on like how the fuck you got into single line because I feel like that's not the easiest I, style to, like, because you were doing, like, very detailed work before that, no? Like, all these mandalas, is that how you say it?
1: I was, I yeah. Um, Mandala, mandala, I've heard different pronunciations. I don't, I don't really but know. But they're, like,
0: they super detailed. Thank There's you. There's a bunch around here, and they're, like, no, they're Thank all you. pretty crazy.
1: I am, um, I think i got to go into single-line stuff, Um, kind of in light with the hand-poking. Because in my mind, like, I would be able to get straight lines with hand poking eventually. So why Mm -hmm. not start with little tiny, like, I started with little cats and dogs that were, like, little simple outlines of the creature. And to be honest, Mm -hmm. that was the stuff that did really well on Instagram. And, like, I don't really want to point it just to, like, oh, it's success. Maybe you want to do it. But Mm -hmm. I realized how much people liked, number one, like, the animal I guess um, theme I had going in, as well as I had a few people like responding, being like, "Oh, I love the single line concept."
0: Mm-hmm. So That's it's... what got me, man. Like, I, when you uh, started that profile up, and I like saw the collection of work there, I was like, "Whoa, this is very cool," and it's like just different.
1: Thank you. I um I just really enjoy it. Like honestly, like the challenge of creating single line stuff. I've been trying to draw pretty much anything in that style. Um, like, st- I'm trying to just do, like, stuff <clears throat> I see in front of me a lot right now. Like, people I see on the street or, like, mm-hmm. flower pots and stuff like that. And I can't... Like, I'm not quite 100% with it, but I really enjoy the challenge. And I get, like, 90% of the drawings, I'd say, are okay. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, because you have to, like, instantly tweak your your brain to be like, okay, now put it into one line.
1: Oh, exactly. And... I kind of, I don't really have much of a method other than going, like, back and forth between, like, creating shapes and then creating a single line out of them.
0: If you're, like, walking down the street and, like, you see something, what do you, is it, like, a pen to paper type thing? Uh,
1: no. I actually, I write a lot of descriptions down and then I I draw everything from my mind. With the exception of some of, like, the, um, like, custom work I've done for clients and stuff and logos where I've had to look up what a certain animal looks like or Mm -hmm. get the details just to make sure like what I'm producing is what the client wants um but for the most part I draw a lot from just my mind and my memory and like knowing how shapes and like bodies kind of
0: work um yeah but a lot of people work off like photo photo references and stuff like that
1: I'd say like maybe five to ten percent of the time I'll do that but for
0: the most part I just kind of start drawing. So you'll take it back and then do like a pen to
1: Oh yeah, I do it all I'll do it all in pencil kind of first and mm-hmm. just play again play around with shapes a lot. Um I, I almost feel like trial and error with some of my drawing where like if it just doesn't look right, I'll just draw it until like part of it looks right and then I keep going and then I find a way to kinda of change it that eventually the like the final step mm-hmm. is exactly what I want. But the step before that was even not. Like
0: Okay, so it's That like, kind of makes sense, I don't there's know. There's, like, a bunch of versions that you're just trying to, like, simplify, simplify. A little
1: that, bit, uh... yeah. Or just, again, like, even just finding the right shapes because there's a lot of fluid, I think, also.
0: Yeah.
1: I try to yeah. go between, like, really rounded lines and really, like, sharp corners and, like, really articulate angles um, just because I feel like it creates a little bit of a difference in the drawing but still kind of keeping, like, the line really fluid. It also gives me the chance to, like fuck around so many more details <laughs> all, like all I can think about visually right now it's is looking these good though. Dots. yeah I was gonna are, say like, clean yeah it it's fun honestly for me like and letters are super easy because they're all short tiny little straight lines and like I enjoy doing straight lines sure. I know some people that struggle a little bit more um but I think again with just my even my mandala drawing background and like the amount of like steady hand stuff I've had to do
0: for work like how did you? How did you get that job?
1: I saw a posting on the Buns um, Employment Zone. That no was, way! I swear to God. That's um, so sick. Now, okay, like I know some people at the company as well, so I actually recognized the name of the girl that had posted it. Not because I knew her, but just because I knew her name from like other people. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was Inkbox, and one position was like, oh, like this managing job for this new pop-up and the other one was a freehand artist position
0: um okay so you're looking at it like okay i can do whatever once i get in there
1: well when i got into the interview they took one look at my sketchbook and gave me the free handing job and after about two shifts of the free handing job they were like you're actually really good at the managing stuff too do you want both roles <laughs> i love i love oh Inkbox so much though and like i actually applied for the managing job because i have a lot of like managing background just from working at H&M yeah. and like having to manage a floor, <laughs> manage the 17 yeah. year old I worked with. <laughs> Everyone I work with is very, very supportive of what I do outside of work. And they all know, like even if the owners of the company have like asked me about my prime objectives and like are supportive and interested in seeing my artwork. Like, that's so cool. It's such a positive environment to work in. They really acknowledge like people's talents. Um, and they're really good to their staff. Like they treat as well.
0: That's actually pretty sweet for that they're like game for you to do something else out.
1: Well, like I mean it is Inkbox is a very like tattooing solid company. Yeah, like and
0: at they, the core.
1: Oh absolutely. Um and they definitely like they do they do have Resident Artists in their studio right now. Um so I mean if they think long term we could like help each other in different ways, like not saying that they would, but mm-hmm. I would be down to even just, like, give some time to a company that
0: is supportive of my long-term goals. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can help out you, because they put you on.
1: How's it because feeling, by good. the way? It's
0: fine. Yeah.
1: It's uh, And that's the thing. Like, it's way less, like,
0: damage all. Like, there's also so much, like, recovery time between, like, each... Like, you feel it. Oh, and yeah. then there's another one. So it's not, like, consecutive, never-ending type thing.
1: Well, I've found on myself, and, like, I've heard this from other people, too, that I've tattooed, is that, like, every point can be a little different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, sometimes it's just, like, you hit the wrong nerve, or you hit the wrong part of, like, your muscle, and it just, like, twitches.
0: So it's actually kind of quick, to be honest.
1: It's, it's not that long. Um, I just like to kind of offer more than enough time, because I, like, my, when people come over, it's, like, a very relaxed feel to it. Yeah, like, we like chat a little bit. Out. Yeah, I just hang out a bit. Um, I'm also, like, aware that, like, I'm about to, you're about to be in pain. Um, that might not be something you're super stoked on. True. Um, so, I, I, like, I like to make people feel as comfortable as possible before I stab the shit out of them.
0: Jokes. You think full-time could be a possibility?
1: Oh, I would love to go full-time. I would love to do this five or six days a week, even.
0: Well, that's not that far-fetched from what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do, like, although I am booking a couple days a week right now, I do only have a few appointments on each day, but that's how it starts, right? And this isn't my full-time gig. Like Well, I exactly, have... you
0: have another job to, like, pay bills and shit. This yeah. is just, like...
1: Which I honestly have to say was also a big issue for me getting a tattoo apprenticeship is a lot of places can't pay you, which is fair. They're teaching you, you don't have to go to school yeah. necessarily for it. But I've had places that, like, say they need, like, f- 40 hours unpaid five, like, five days a week. That's gnarly. That's fucking gnarly. Like, it's yeah. 2019. This is Toronto. Like, yeah, how
0: am I supposed to pay my rent? <laughs>
1: like, I'm not an 18-year-old kid that's living at home, oh like, God. coming into the city a couple days a week to learn a tattoo. Like, no, I'm an adult. Um, I need to make my living.
0: That's a mess. Or even just, like, like, I-, I interned at um at an agency, but it was, like you understand that you're working for free or a um like a really shitty rate Ugh. so like whenever i'd go to to shoots they'd be like look we can pay you it's not gonna be industry standard not gonna be but a lot st- yeah, yeah you're still gonna get paid though and that's to me i was just like yeah you know what it's better than just going for free to like learn and do things
1: yeah well, that's the thing like if I'd been offered that apprenticeship, I probably would have said yes and found a way to make it fucking work. Yeah. Like I would have bartended three nights a week. Like tough though. That's tough. And, and, that's exhausted. and I, I don't think it should demand that of you physically for six months to a year,
0: depending on how long it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's no, like, it could just not work out after that.
1: Yep. There's no, also no set way of like getting into the industry. Like most recommend, like, recommended way is to find an artist that's willing to teach you and with a shop that's willing to have an apprentice. Yeah. But you are kind of, you you start at the bottom. Like, you do a lot of cleaning, you do a lot of learning, but that's what helps you kind of get some stamina and, like, build yourself up in the industry. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it takes time to get a client base. Like, I feel like I'm lucky that a lot of my friends like to get tattoos (laughs) and, like, I know a lot of people that are willing to come get stick and pokes and stuff for the first time.
0: Is it more so your friend base, or do you think like uh, social media is like actually like kicked up a a little bit to you?
1: It's, social media is definitely kicking up. I actually did recently had two girls come where I didn't know either one of them personally They just had a friend that I knew that had gotten a tattoo oh, by me recently
0: So the web is starting It
1: is starting Um, and I mean, like, I don't, like, I, I've met you on a boat in Italy when I was 16 But, like, yeah. this is the first time you ever, like, come and hung out
0: That's actually true Yeah
1: Yeah, bro it, it, I think it's starting just through friend of a friend <laughs> stuff right now, um and honestly, I wouldn't want to even take too many people I don't know while I'm working in my private studio, too.
0: True. So the goal is to get consistent days a week and then get, like, a, a different spot?
1: Honestly, if I can establish myself as, like, a decent enough hand poke artist that I feel comfortable, number one, like, working in a shop setting, because it's a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, being a self-taught...
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, everybody's self-taught in this industry now. Yeah, fuck. It, well, essentially. and, like...
1: I definitely didn't do it on my own. Like, I had a lovely tattoo artist, like, encouraging me to get into it and helping me set up. And then, like, I had people on my side. Like, everyone was cheering me on, if not coming and getting stabbed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you need that, like, initial feedback round. It's fucked how, like, close our industry is, like, just being, like, a video person. Like, there's no real way to get into the industry other than, like, work for somebody who's already in it and then build up a client base and, like, just do videos and shit for people who are willing to get them done, like, dirt cheap and build it from there.
1: But that's, I mean, that's, I think, how it should start because, I don't know, man, I, I know in the tattooing industry, it, it, there's some people that will just throw out, like, oh, I'm going to be a tattoo artist just because they've been drawing for a little while or they have yeah. a couple, like, loose pieces of paper in a backpack <laughs> that are decent, <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad, but, like, they don't have the drive, I think, which I think exists in both our industries as well, is they want to see the people that are really gonna, like, stick to it, yeah, and not, I don't want to say it be wasted time on, but kinda.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you literally had. You were like, I'm working a shitty job, but I have drive to do something else, and I just gotta, like, let it come out, because essentially... You just need the time and, like, the energy. And if you're working, like, a 40-hour, 50-hour work week that's making you miserable, you have no, like, energy to give to the thing that you actually want to do.
1: Yeah, and, like, that's the big part of it is I was fucking miserable in my old job, And emotionally I did not have or would not have had, like, the ability to do this and to be brave enough to do this.
0: Is this, like, a thing? Like, are there full... I I feel like it's kind of a dumb question, but, like, are there full-time stick-and-poke artists?
1: Oh absolutely, um, I feel like it's just becoming trendy here more. Um, I know there's some artists that would have been working out of the UK and like more Europe area that have been doing stick-and-poking like trend like on a trendy level for a little bit Forever. longer. Yeah. yeah. I mean even like five ten years and stuff but um in the last year actually since I started stick-and-poking and like just looking into it myself like there's a ton of tattoo artists yeah. in Toronto alone that just oh, do wow. stick-and-pokes. A lot of our women too, which is really sweet.
0: Was not was not aware of that. I just feel like yeah, it's kind of not. I guess because the, the normal tattoo shop, you don't see that. You just see people with machines. That's yes. it.
1: Well, and it's also I feel like it's a very male-dominated industry. Um, most of my tattoos were done by men until I started seeking out female tattoo artists. True.
0: So that's where it is. Like get a studio space, bunch of female stick and poke artists. There you go.
1: That, that, that I think, that, that's the dream, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to work in a shop with guys and stuff, um, that honestly to me, though, is always a little bit more
0: intimidating. Do you want to talk about this, um, this show that you put on?
1: Oh, yeah. How did you even get that started? (laughs) Fuck. So, I, I held it at, like, a bar coffee shop called Mallow, it's near Bathurst and Bloor, and one of, um like, there's a couple guys that are, like, in the ownership team. um Omar Steven, um, Another guy, Mike, who is, I think, he's not working there as much anymore, but I still see him around. um But I was talking to Steven one day while I was doing work. I think he asked me something along the lines of, like, oh, like, what are you doing for art shows? Or, like, what are you, what is coming up for you? And I didn't have much because I was really sick and tired of this, like, art show pyramid scheme I was seeing in Toronto where, like, these big art shows would be like oh come be in our show but sell 20, $20 tickets or pay the remaining balance and then everyone that I yeah I I mean whatever like do what you want in my opinion the people that show up to those shows are friends and family because they've been pressured by the artist to buy tickets not potential buyers of art and not people there that are going to buy art because they've already spent $20 on a ticket to go to God knows where um, I had
0: no idea there was like a pyramid scheme going on. I, I Makes maybe sense. and Total I don't wanna sense. I don't
1: wanna throw around like hefty words like that. Um but well, you gotta again, make money. Like, you gotta make money. Twenty tickets at twenty dollars is four hundred bucks. Mm. So like if I had sold because I've done these shows before, but if I had sold zero, that's four hundred dollars to then sell like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. I got lucky that a few people liked my prints and I had one person buy a framed thing. But I know a lot of people that go into those shows and sell absolutely nothing because it's all people's, like, friends and parents that show up just Mm -hmm. to say hello. But in light of all that, I was talking to Steven one day, and he just kind of gave him the idea of, like, oh, would you want to throw a show here? They had done one art show previous to that that was more of, like, a fundraiser for, I believe, a mental health cause. So
0: only one Mm -hmm. before.
1: One before, but he was, like... Like he's like you. I think he kind of knew my work ethic because I used to I used to work there every fucking day.
0: Just before I would go to my
1: other job or like on whatever art tattooing stuff I had on the go. So he suggested that I threw in there, and I I kind of mulled it over for like a week or something. And in my mind, I was like, okay, like you can either give this a shot, do it really small <laughs> scale, get a bunch of your friends involved, and it yeah. either with either works or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just more started planning it, like, hypothetically, and, like, I kept going to Stephen and being like, all right, hypothetically, like, how much wall space could we have? Like, what night could we use? And I think I started planning it, like, on paper about 10 weeks before the actual date, but I had the date in mind. And then, again, messaged a bunch of my artist friends and stuff that was like, listen, like, I'm putting on this show. I really like your work. I'm really lucky. A bunch of them said yes. I'm really fortunate for everyone Dude. that came out. Well, it's a
0: big list, man. There's a bunch of people it a, that it, it supported. It was a big list.
1: And, and um, I think it was four for- four photographers, two painters, myself, and then like another like illustrator. But there was enough of a diversity, and like I chose a really like umbrella theme, the abstract humans thing, because mm-hmm. again, knowing a lot of them personally, that I knew that it would all come together nicely. But there were all people that I trusted as well to so, like want to put on a good show. And it just, it literally just kinda happened. A couple of them had done such fantastic promotion and had like really supportive big groups coming out. Like the place was probably
0: 100, 100 people at one point, packed shoulder to shoulder. Do you think that, do you think like the ticket thing had well, we like, didn't incentive for oh, people? Well, we didn't charge a cover. And that was or part of it. Or can you just choose what?
1: I mean, we, we thought about you, doing a pay what you can situation. But, and also a big part of it for me was, like, if I was going to throw on this show with all these artists coming out and just, like, supporting me, like, I would rather have people buy their artwork, buy their prints, or spend money at the bar because Malo actually didn't charge me a cover fee because I didn't charge a cover at the door. And it was kind of just like a, hey, like, put on this art event, like... They even at that point they're like, well, what would you need from us? And I was like, literally, like to open the doors and then to close it up and clean it up, and like mm-hmm. that was it. Like they were very trusting. Even night yeah. of, like I texted one of them. As like, a server. I How was like, are you, are you th- coming th- in? And they're like, no, but you got it. Like true. It'll be fine. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to actually like turn out well that at all. That sounds
0: super fucking stressful to me.
1: It the only day of I was really stressed because I finished planning everything about two weeks out and only only had to promote it a couple of times on social media. And get my own artwork together. I stressed out, like, Even day of really stressful. hard. But but, it wasn't like, that bad.
0: Did you have any, like, doubt that it wouldn't work out, though? Or were you just, like, oh, good? Oh,
1: in my mind, just because I'm, like, a bit of an anxious pessimistic person, like, I didn't think anyone was coming. <laughs> I was, like, low expectations. Like, that's, like,
0: that's what my thinking would be, too. I'd be so fucking nervous. So, like, how do you... Then, how do you be, like, fuck it, I'm doing it anyways?
1: Um... I had already put all the signage out and everything, and it was too
0: late to turn back. So just go faster than your self-doubt. More or less, <laughs> sure.
1: just, like, close your eyes and hit send, and now, now it's out there. And when the other artists started True. sharing it a bunch, too, because we announced it four weeks out, I think. That's pretty... It wasn't rough. enough time, like, it wasn't close enough for me to, like, really panic about it yet, True. but I, I think I think I remember, like, in my brain, I was like, all right, finish planning two weeks out so you've got ample time to, like, freak the fuck out. <laughs> oh, my God. Calm down. Freak out again day of, but it'll be much less, and then you'll just be fine.
0: So that's uh-huh. the key to planning. You gotta plan time to freak out. Yeah. I am not gonna <laughs> lie,
1: too. Like, day of, I, like, had rolled I had rolled a fat joint, and I took a Pretty. shot, like, half hour before the doors opened. Yeah. <laughs> when everything was on the walls...
0: Then you're good to go. You can...
1: Everything was fine. I went out and I smoked a big joint. I was like, all right, just go in. And then we just... And then I just started drinking with the artist, and, like, before I knew it, the fucking place was packed, so...
0: Yeah, and I bet that was a really good feeling too.
1: I was pretty much in shock all evening because I didn't think it was actually gonna go well.
0: That's amazing, though.
1: Thank you. I, um, a bunch of the other artists and myself are getting together um to plan another one. We're hoping we want to do bigger. Wow. More artists. Like there we're thinking twenty to twenty-five artists,
0: maybe. That is nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, we're going triple in size. We're looking at maybe getting somewhere with a stage. Like, these are all kind of hypotheticals we've been tossing out. Yeah. Um, but we're getting together, I think, within a week or something to actually pick a day and suss out details. And...
0: So you built, like, a little community out of it.
1: I mean, I don't want to say that, but, like, I mean, everyone got super excited about doing it again, and mm-hmm. even just the show itself. And, fuck, if we could start doing art shows... you know, maybe charge a five dollar cover so we can cover having big spaces, but just, like, art shows that don't, like, require artists to, like, spend all their time worrying about the financial side of things versus the art when getting into a show. Because, like, that was my problem with doing this pre-done stuff is instead of caring about the artwork, I spent most of that, like, six weeks before that show just freaking out that I wasn't going to sell those tickets.
0: Do you think- do you think it's less nerve-wracking? Putting out something like in a show to see how people react to it, or like on Instagram.
1: I don't know, man. Instagram is easy because I feel like I can't see the reaction. Like I can't see true like the physical. Like obviously, there's gonna be likes and um, like comments and shit on anything mm-hmm. I put online. But a lot of that is positive reinforcement because negative stuff doesn't really like your friends. Ain't gonna. I feel like yeah. doing something that you know. I mean, also in person, like if you're referring to like a show or something like there's a lot more like pressure for me to like set up something so an audience will be receptive to it compared to other things around it in a way that I'm not as familiar like I don't set spaces I do things online and digitally and artistically all the time Mm -hmm. but I don't really do like spatial setups or like any kind of curation until this past art show I guess yeah 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 And then you're just um, forced
0: into, like, doing it.
1: More, and honestly, like, I I pretty much let them hang however they wanted. Because I just, I was so, yeah I was so terrified, like, the first hour before. I was like, man, if you like it and it looks good, then.
0: I just feel like, yeah, in that, in that sense... I don't know social media still just fucking freaks me out i don't like <laughs> social
1: media except for the fact that it's a fantastic platform for networking well, with
0: art yeah for sure but like in a, in a real scenario you can see someone like genuinely interact and like look at the piece that you hung on the wall and like the expression on their face and like if they take a photo of it or something like or that. Or if they just
1: stand there, like, looking like they're thinking at it for a minute. That's yeah. the big thing for me. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's right. You interpret what it means. <laughs> means nothing.
0: But. That's a joke. It's just trying to, like, follow the line around. Like, where the fuck did she start this?
1: Uh, and that's, yeah, I catch people, like, tracing their things with, like, fingers in the air. Like, yeah. not on the artist, but, like, kind of in front of the drawing. Just like, mm.
0: Yeah. See Funny. like that thing you'd never be able to see on Instagram. But the thing that I struggle on Instagram is literally just hitting the hitting the fucking like share button. I, you know?
1: I have absolutely no anxiety with that. I no. don't know if that's weird. Um but with this stuff like I'm kind of like, ah, eh, you either like it or you don't. I don't know. I
0: no no worries like even so starting a new account.
1: Oh. Starting a new account, I was terrified. I actually made this account in January of 2018 and didn't start posting until about september i think once i got over that anxiety though of putting just myself out there and just having people like i didn't think anyone was gonna follow me i didn't think people were gonna respond to my shit i didn't think people were gonna like my work that's just again like me being so terrified as an artist to put my shit out there yeah
0: well that that that's literally all the reasons that i don't like
1: (laughs) it's it takes a while to get like comfortable with it um I don't want to, again, refer to, like, like counts and following, because I ultimately don't think it matters. No, me neither. But having people actually follow my art account, and, like, to be honest, I just passed, um, like, the following account that I had on my modeling account, which, okay. again, numbers shouldn't matter, but I'm like, oh, shit, people actually do like looking at my stuff that yeah. don't know me. And, like, they yeah. didn't, they weren't looking for me because they knew I was Lara, they were looking for me because they liked what I was putting out
0: there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a different... You're, you're building the web. Like, someone shares it, someone sends it. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, even when people will, like, like ask me, be like, oh, can I use one of your little drawings on one of my poetry things that I'll post? And, like, they get 100 people liking that. And...
0: Yeah, as long as you're with credit. Have you had anything stolen? Uh
1: Yeah. Actually, I was stealing um, earlier today because this guy... I don't know if you saw my Instagram story before you showed up here, but this guy was... St- um was it like a flash sheet
0: was it that?
1: he yeah I posted about it yesterday because he saw my he saw one of my pals flash sheets and was like posting on their personal and then their tattoo and I called them out because I was like listen <laughs> <It just> listen <laughs> and they got back to me today and was just like I respect your art I'm not doing anything wrong and I, I, I kind of went off on them a little bit and was like you kind of are if you don't respect artists yeah. like if you're like if you go on some of the posts, there are people like being like, "This is my artwork. Can you fucking credit me on like multiple posts?" But like I just called him out, and like he basically said, "Like if you don't like your work getting stolen, close your account or make it private." And I was like, "Dude, that's all not, right. Fuck you, number one."
0: Yeah, that's not the premise that I'm trying to explain. That's to not
1: you. well. And eventually, I think that's what I said. I was like, "You're not. You don't understand what I'm saying. No. So I'm not gonna bother." Um, I think there's a certain art to letting go, letting these things go, because like. What can I do, ultimately, other than put them on blast and make them feel a little foolish? Like, they Mm. messaged me after I posted the story. We're like, please delete that. Please delete, delete. And then didn't, like, and then unsend all the messages. So I was like, whatever, fuck you. It's too late,
0: buddy. No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I'm very, like, I was candid about what I was saying in the conversation. I wasn't really nice. But, like, there's so much shit going on like that, though. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's important to call people out to, to a point where you're not, like, damaging your own mental status Mm -hmm. or like your reputation in a way like don't fucking drag people through the mud and be a dick all the time but do call people out for being a dick
0: yeah and stand up and
1: stand up for yourself
0: to a certain extent to a
1: certain extent absolutely yeah to a certain extent is she all done i think she might be done i'm just gonna pour some water over just to make sure like i think there's a couple spots i need to touch up and it's easiest to see when i put like water droplets on but That's yeah, like good. it's pretty in there.
0: It's pretty. <laughs> it's, might be permanent. It's in I there. don't it's know. Not, <laughs> if you want to, if you
1: want to return it, I, I don't know what I can do for you. I'm yeah. stoked.
0: But I'm you don't mind? Really I just stoked. do
1: some water flat on your leg, right? No. I, yeah. You do, you, man. I just see, like, I can see every tiny little dot <laughs> that I still need like to put in. This is this is the perfectionist part. So.
0: <laughs> Are you like interested in holding? a machine
1: like a tattoo gun or not oh i absolutely only because i would like to have the option of doing larger pieces and i don't know how like large i could go with just hand poking like i would love to do my mandalas (laughs) and stuff on someone but i don't know if i could ever do a full yeah it would take hours it would take it would take like 24 hours which i mean is totally possible i just don't know if that's what i want to go with Ideally I could do kind of both. Like I would love to have both skills cuz I do love like the process of hand poking. But I mean, why not why not know how to do both mm-hmm. and have some options. This
0: is interesting because like you're in such like, a unique position that like I feel like you know a pretty good amount of people in and around like the the field that you're in and beside it and you can kind of like just open doors and go through them whenever they show up which is kind of cool
1: well i'm and that's the thing like i'm opening any door that comes my way or trying to and like that's another big part of it is just having the anxiety or getting over the anxiety of saying yes
0: (laughs) yeah jumping in yeah i feel like as you i don't know if it's just me but like as i get older not that i'm fucking old at all but Uh,
1: as you get older though that's a valentine it's
0: just like the things, those decisions of like, oh, that could be cool. Like, you need to make those decisions very quickly. Like, everything just happens so fast now. And it's you have to be nice. ready to just to be like, do I want to do this? Uh, yeah, okay. And it has to be 100% or it's just like the door will close.
1: No, that that's very true. It's fucked. Um, another thing, and this is just me, me specific, I think, is I spent a lot of time not knowing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And feeling a lot of pressure for myself to know what I wanted to do. So, when I kind of realized that, like, tattooing oh, yeah. was my thing and, like, right up my alleyway, it was kind of like, I just, I couldn't stop myself. I just
0: fucking dove in head first, arms flailing. Like, how do you, how do you know, though? Like, how did you know when you started that you are like, okay,
1: Man, it was this just is similar. fucking it? It was the way to, like, like, finding, like, the right partner, in a way. Or, like, the right <laughs> apartment. Like, it's just, something just kind of clicks and you're like, oh, shit, this yeah. is... This actually feels very natural. I really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a part of me that never wanted to work for a living either. And this is something that I could I could die. I could die doing. A hundred percent. It's cool. so much fun. And here's the thing that also really made me fall in love with tattooing. Like, I have done stuff that I wasn't super psyched to do. But the act of tattooing, like, I love, I love, like, the... Verb tattooing, I guess. I love the <laughs> act of it. Like, I don't care what you want to put on your body. It's your body ultimately. Oh, I just fucking love
0: okay. tattooing. I see. Like, it's this part that's happening right now. It's
1: it's like I get more joy, I think, and more excitement sometimes than some of my clients. Like
0: right now, I'm internally <laughs> freaking out. so how I'm excited I am about this tattoo. There's like a. I can. I think it's on the, the A. There's a nerve. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right near you your knee. It,
1: yeah. So okay. I'm actually... I'm so close to being done. I just want to, like, make sure all the lines are, like, the same thickness and, like, the same weight.
0: Yeah. No but worries.
1: shit looks good.
0: Okay. If I could ask you, what would be your, like, biggest thing to, help, like, that motivated you or, like, kickstarted you into being, like, all right, I got to quit my fucking job? Other than, like, people being, like, yo, you need to quit your job because you're miserable.
1: Man, the realization of how miserable I was...
0: Like, you just checked yourself.
1: I just checked myself. Like, I took a step back and I was like, you are crying on the floor at work. Like, you are actively seeking out moments that you can go get upset. And also, like, the type of person that I was becoming at that workplace, like, when I got stressed out and when I got to be too much, like, was not a person I
0: enjoyed Is there anything that you do now that you kind of, like, once a year check in and be like, we good still? I'm in a good spot? Or is it just kind of like you... Can just feel it now.
1: I can just, like, I definitely am also in, like, a much healthier place mentally than I was when I was working there. Mm-hmm. Um, for things that are completely unrelated to my job or, like, what I'm doing for work now. Um, But, I, I mean, I think I am a lot more, like, like realistic. Yeah, I'm a realistic, lot more realistic. Yeah. And also, like, when I was saying, like, I work every single day and draw every single day, Yeah. I'm aware that sometimes that can only be for 20 minutes. Sometimes it can only be a little bit um because I do need to take breaks um mm-hmm. and I am I am bad for overworking myself and putting too much pressure on myself mm-hmm. in many ways
0: yeah sometimes I feel like it's uh like a bad relationship and a little bit yeah like other people are like hey like you're not doing good and you're like what? I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. Until something happens and they like cheat on you and you're like whoa, I'm not fine.
1: Well oh, and God. and that's the thing like I I have had breakdowns um within the last year uh, even recently but like it's it's all just like again like just finding better ways to deal <laughs> mm-hmm. and again like I get to do something that I love a couple days a week I have people that are like super supportive of me doing that and
0: that has made a world of difference oddly enough well of course yeah definitely having a support group around people you can bounce ideas off of
1: ooh gonna do this little tip and I think we're done
0: too stoked it looks Yo. so... I'm, like, mind blown at how, like, clean it looks.
1: No, I, I love hand poking. Like, I feel like uh, there's a patience that comes with it, for sure. Because, like, I go over some of these lines so many times. So you're
0: a patient person in general or just doing this?
1: Mostly doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so I'm just going to do a little bit more in the C and then we're good to go.
0: Okay. Well, while you're doing that... Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to, like, kind of ask everybody the same question, which is just, like, who inspires you in... doesn't really have to be in your field. It could be in anything, but, like, um, more so in Toronto, in the GTA. Like, who's doing cool work?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, um, actually, I'll, I'll call... I'll, like, name top a few of my favourite artists. Yeah, um, go for it. Just because a lot of them were people that I had conversations with about getting into the tattooing industry and people that were supportive, like, not as friends, but as other artists that would just, like, see my drive and look at my shit and be like, no, like, you actually, you, you could do very well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kurt Montgomery uh, was one of the first people I spoke to. Oh, really? uh, I got a flashberry piece by him last April. That's so sick. And that was the first time I'd ever actually, like, brought up to a tattoo artist, like, I'm seriously consider doing this. Like, this is my sketchbook. And that day, he took about, I'm going to say, 10 or 15 minutes before he gave me my tattoo to, like, step, like, taking me aside. He gave me some interesting, like artists to follow, recommended some, like, styles I should look into for, like, if I wanted to, like, check out what Europe was doing, and, like, really cool shit. Set me up with some stencils, show me some tricks, like, really, really fantastic setup. Um, That was my third or fourth tattoo with Kurt, so, I mean, we had been talking about art on and off, like, from me getting tattoos by him for years, Mm. so that was a really great first conversation. Also, last September, um, I went and saw, he goes by Sleestak. Mm -hmm. scott um that was my third or fourth tattoo with him again and i went and said the same thing like i want to get in tattooing i just quit my job like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and he tattooed one of my designs i had done of like i had drawn on my arm that day for myself and like i remember him looking at me one point and being like okay like every time you look at this like remember like you have to get in tattooing and like you're doing well and like that's heavy like, but again yeah. two artists within a couple months that like were just super supportive and like
0: yeah solidified
1: really solidified yeah, yeah. Um, Melina the girl that taught me how to hand poke as well and who gave me my first hand poke was the ultimate person that also just was like no give it a shot don't be fucking afraid because I was afraid forever to actually try especially yeah. on my
0: own yeah oh, um, of course I could, I could definitely see why yeah, no. starting anything new man
1: well, but once she pointed me in the right direction and gave me, like, the right tools that I needed, um... Yeah. I just fucking, I remember one day I was sitting on a chair in my living room, and I, like, I poured alcohol over the floor, all over the chair, like, I put saran wrap down, and I just sat down. My roommate was, like, playing Call of Duty or something. He's like, you're gonna do it? I was like, I'm gonna fucking do it. Oh my god. And I just, I, I stabbed wild into my thigh with no stencil. I used, like, a little three, like, a tiny little fucking needle... Because I had like a few sterile needles and like proper tattoo ink from a kit I had ordered that I never used, but I had stuff in it yeah. that was sterile and stuff. So I tried that out, and then yeah, lo and behold, here I am with yeah. real with real supplies, <laughs> not from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it just takes a it takes a little bit. I...
1: It took a little bit for sure, and honestly, like it took a little bit to get to this skill level as well. Like oh, I wasn't always well, doing, doing straight lines. Of course. I think we're done, dude. I'm hyped. I'm so glad. Yeah, it actually looks really, really good.
0: I, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time for sure.
1: No worries. I'm to let you hop up and take a look in the mirror just before okay. I okay. put everything away to, um, to make sure
0: you like it all. Okay, well, we'll... we'll Any we'll more questions? We'll <laughs> end this really quick. So, yeah. uh, where can people find you?
1: Um, honestly right now you can find me just through Instagram, like I would just hit me up through my u- username, uh, lara, period uh <laughs> <L-A-R-P-U-H>. <laughs> okay. which is also the phonetic pronunciation of my name, if that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, or I'm down at Stacked with Inkbox five days a week right now, I'm um, kind of interchanging, but you can find me there if you want to come just have a chat and say hi. Cool.
0: So you work on Instagram and you in real life.
1: Yeah, more or, uh, or less, yeah. I'm uh, work, working on something more established than that. Um, I got an email on my Instagram, but for the time being, this is a very home-style right <laughs>
0: Cool. Well, thank you very much you're for... So, you're so welcome. right, let's fucking check this out. Huge shout out to Laura for, again, letting me do that and just kind of bombard her last minute highly recommend getting a a hand poke from her um it was an awesome experience for me that was my first one so i was a little bit nervous not really knowing what to expect um but it was actually really mellow and uh yeah i really enjoyed that process and hopefully it was cool for you to listen to um yeah see you in the next one